Haley wants to go to um who is the little guy? Pete Davidson. <laughs> Danny DeVito. What? <laughs> she wants to go to a Pete Davidson comedy show. A little um, guy? Isn't he a little guy? I thought he was How tall is Pete Davidson? Well he has a big dick, so that doesn't he's six three. He's not a little guy. <laughs> I don't know, he just gives off like five. Oh ten. my god! Um, hey everybody and welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And today we get to talk about um, one of my favorite seasons because it's Scorpio season, but we are talking about the wonderful season of autumn. Autumn or fall? Autumn. I like, autumn. I mean, I know that that's usually in North America or at least like in the U.S. people say yeah. fall, but I like that if it's autumn then all the seasons have six letters in them. Oh, I like that. So they all have that parallel. How do you say um, fall in French? L'automne. Mm, I think it's otoño in Spanish, which is just prettier than fall either way. So yeah, it's kind of the leaves. Yeah, are they all have to. They're all rooted in autumn. I mean, or like they all come from. Yeah, including autumn, they all come from the same root. So yeah, we love a Latin language. Um, okay, so what? We've talked about our season rankings before. What are your feelings on fall? Number two. Yeah. And why? Um, I think I like being cozy. My like my only critique is like wet ground or wet leaf. Mm. Like that really and that's like definitely a sensory thing more totally. than like a conceptual thing. But I think fall fashion is the best. True. And um, I think people just know how to curate better vibes in autumn. That's funny. That's like a very specific sentiment to have, like that the oh. vibes. Just I think um, I was going to say you mentioned fashion and I was looking around the other day and I was like spring and fall are the same weather. Like it's yeah. that early, like not too cold, not too hot sort of in between. But it is so interesting to me how it how resonates different, so differently yeah. Because it's like I was in um, Abercrombie and Fitch earlier and it was just like black, brown, white. Like there's no color. There's no pattern. There's like nothing there because because they both are in preparation for the upcoming season. Like in spring, it's oh my gosh, we've had cold weather for so long. Mm -hmm. I can finally like embrace like new Mm -hmm. beginning and growth and whatever and then in autumn it's like oh my gosh it's been hot for so long it's time to bundle i also feel like fall is the season of the blazer like this is the perfect time to wear a blazer casually with jeans it's also the time to bust it out like for work settings like i really appreciate that it's it's a business cash season at its best and worst Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, I also really like fall. Fall is, I'm, I'm a Scorpio baby, so it's Ashley season as well. Um, the one thing that I really like about fall that is like very much a young adult thing is it's the season of house parties. Like people aren't so like snowed and rained out that they won't go anywhere, but they're not like quite ready to go to the bars and like deal with all that. And so I like that it's like, or even like football season, like everybody's out on Sundays, like watching games really late. Like I think there's just a lot more energy in communal spaces, and I think that's something that I've, like, grown to appreciate as I've gotten older. Mm. Um, I will say fall produce isn't my favorite. Like, I love yeah. a summer berry. And, I don't um, love gourds and 
I'm not a big gourd girl. I will carve the pumpkin every year and like eat the seeds and like do all that. But pumpkin spice lattes don't speak to no. me personally. Um, soups, I guess it's soup season. Soup. But like that's also like in winter is like when you really get into it. So the thing is, I'm also like I eat soup year round because I just love soup. But this yeah. is when it's like this is topical. Like this is when everyone's totally. discussing soup and sharing soup recipes. Yeah. I feel like this is also bread making season, like mm. when you're like Christmas and the holidays are very dessert centric where it's like cakes and cookies and cupcakes and like all those sorts of things. But the fall is just like bread, like warm, crunchy, um, baking your own, buying fresh bread sort of season. Mm. Um, the other thing that I was going to mention is you talked about like the leaves and it being wet. And that's such a Pacific thing, actually. Like the East Coast is super really? dry in the winter, like it snows but it's not like a rainy, like our stormy mm. season, at least in D.C., is in the summer. And so that's something that I've really appreciated about fall and winter here. It's like it's not like raining every day and so it's not I super overcast. There. So, yeah, I think you wouldn't hate it too much. I mean, we do still get like storm and rain and wet, so that's not quite as fun. Yeah. But surviving my first winter here, I was like, wow, like, yeah, it's really freaking cold, but it's bright blue skies like today, like mm. cloudless sky. It was actually like abnormally nice. It was like 60 today. But – um. Yeah, I didn't know that you could have a winter that wasn't gray. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah. Do you have any, like, content that you, like, whip out every autumn, like like films and TV shows? I'm not a big Halloween person, which I know is, like, a totally separate tangent, but I feel like that's when most autumn things i am a big um peanuts like the cartoon mm-hmm. charlie brown Newbie. and so once it starts to get to like great pumpkin season and thanksgiving and the christmas like those start popping out um i do listen to more sad music in the fall because i feel like it's more topical kind of like that gray i don't want to be like bopping my way to work like Mm-mm. you know like too aggressively if it's still 20 degrees outside so um I, yeah, I think I pick, like, slower content, but I'm not somebody who, like, every October 1st, like, I've got my Hocus Pocus no. on the screen or anything like that. So, no. what about you? Yeah, I'm not a big Halloween content person either. Mm-hmm. Like, S- Charlie Brown is peanuts, whatever. Yeah. That's that's cute. Um, we watched Jennifer's Body because that's, like, mm. it's, like, it, it has horror aspects, but it's, like, more so a comedy, you know? Yeah, it's a thriller. Um, But... Uh, I love Gilmore Girls, and I, I'm never one to like force a rewatch. Like it has to like really call upon right. me. But I will say, I honestly I enjoy the winter episodes more. Mm. Um, like I have been very slowly rewatching. I just watched like the first like season one episode eight, which is like the first winter they have, like this first yeah. fall they get, and that like made me so like I was yearning. Yearning for snow or yearning for what? Just like cozy, like, like, uh, just like the feeling of the warmth in your heart and Ooh. like being, yeah. I don't know. There is so, there's something like really thrilling as a child. And this does have to do with like the lack of responsibility, but like when you get a <laughs> snow day and you don't think about the fact yeah. that you're going to have to make it up, but it's like you're kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, and you just have to like, you're like, okay, now I have time to like play inside and like do all the things that I yeah. like, and I don't have to think about the stupid things. Which, yeah, we'll never get that again because now no, it's like, okay, work. well, I still have to, yeah, have to work, and, and also, oh my god, I forgot that I 
brought myself candy and I don't know where I put it. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, it's it's like and then the thing that you have been putting off is like mm-hmm. paying your bills or like yeah doing yeah something bad. I was thinking that today we were like walking around and I turned to Haley and I'm like sometimes I just want to be a girl like sometimes I just want to like skip around and listen to Taylor Swift and like not have to like pay bills and like think yeah. about my life savings and things like that like that's so annoying like let me just be a girl and she was like do you feel like you're being forced to not be a girl and I was like no it's not that I like have to grow up right now there's just moments where I'm like. I wish I didn't have to make decisions for my life or I wish I didn't have to like be a grown up and that is just growing old unfortunately. Yeah, it's it is unsettling that it just like doesn't stop. Yeah. It just keeps going. You just keep adding things. I think that's the thing yeah. that's this is a totally different conversation, but like when people have kids, like that is such a pivotal life moment and it literally changes your whole world for like a lot of reasons You're like your never capacity to love and your family and like yeah, and I just, like, for me, I think about, like, okay, I get dressed every morning. I buy, you know, my groceries, my beauty products. I get myself off to work, and then I come home, and, like, I get to pick what I want to do. When you have kids, none of that's the same, right? Like, you have to dress them, and you have to change them, and you have to feed and clothe them, and, like, you have to, once they become, like, sentient, and not that, like, babies aren't, but, like, you know, they have to start socializing with other kids, and, like, how do you get them involved, and, like, encourage community and education and like all these things I'm like I just have no idea like how people run into that like so arms open wide in such an individualistic society like I actually I've been having this conversation but especially the last week yeah um you're never like no matter if you're 15 or 27 or Mm -hmm. 59 you're never prepared to have a child like the way that Mm -mm. it completely uproots every aspect of your life and there's no turning back nope like there's yes some people are like like, it's an 18 year commitment but it's like yeah that's 18 fucking years and most of the time it's even more than that because like that's still your that's your blood like what right and (sighs) and that also assumes a lot about your child that like they grow up and move out or like Mm -hmm. that they want to like have you know like some like children like they need help for the rest of their lives like they're not capable of like being independent in the same way that other people are and it's like that's literally your whole life has changed and that's not a bad thing but like it's just something that I think about a lot when it comes to like being a parent and I think the people who are like most ready to be parents not that they're not capable of those things but I, I'm like, have you thought about you, this? No, because you, I mean, even if you are the most, like, you've thought it out the most, like, there's still yeah. so many surprises. Like, there's more yeah. things that are unexpected than things that you can plan for. Yeah. Like, even things, like, as simple as, like, what does it mean to, like, discipline a child? And also, like, yeah. the internet is so scary to me. Like, I can't imagine mm-hmm. being a parent and, like, setting ground rules in today's society about, like, what it means to, like, be online. Like, I was reading a I think it was the Washington Post and it was about like Meta had hired a consultant group to talk about like um, just like harassment and different issues that they're having on the platform. And one of the guys, he was like, my 14 year old is constantly getting sent nude pictures, like constant oh harassment, God. like all these different men are sharing like lewd pictures. And like there's a steep decline statistically in like the number of girls who will be on Instagram and Facebook and it plummets after 16 because they're facing harassment all the time. And it's yeah. like, what kind of like we never had to deal with that and nobody knows how to deal with that and it's like ah just there's so much and anyways I think having a family is beautiful I like the idea of a little family Halloween costume and like sending your kids off to school and seeing them in the school play like I think there's a lot of wonderful things but it's just so like 
mind-boggling. Yeah, and that actually leads very well into the next thing I want to talk about, which is the evolution of Halloween, because mm. I, so I don't, last year I did not get any trick-or-treaters, and I attributed that to, you know, in an apartment you don't know who's, like, open to having trick-or-treaters like it's a lot easier in a residential neighborhood to figure Mm -hmm. that out so this year several days in advance i put a sign on our door saying that we welcome trick-or-treat like we have candy for you which i do know like could definitely be sus Um, yeah but also but i like drew it like i i added cute decoration like it was definitely like not made by a creepy man you know right um white van driving around got zero trick-or-treaters and i talked to one of my coworkers who lives like at home in like a residential neighborhood and he only got Mm -hmm. two as well and i remember um i had picked up dinner on halloween and was driving home and i saw a bunch of families taking the kids trick-or-treating and i sat there and thought like is that something i'd be comfortable with my kids doing like crime rates are rising in general but especially on halloween like that this is that's and also like people are wearing like not covid masks but like mask mask masks like people can get away with somebody's door is so like scary nowadays like there's been so many like crimes this so many people answer the door with a shotgun yeah and it's like i don't know if i'd want my kid to be doing that so yeah that's something i was actually there, uh, some company did a poll on like, do you take your kids trick or treating? And it has steadily declined since like 2012, I think, which again could be attributed to violence to the internet. But the fun thing that's popped up is trunk or treating is like really yeah. big, like taking your kids out during the daytime and like getting them in costumes. Um, which I totally and- thought that that was like an evangelical thing. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely thought it was – we – like, my church has always hosted – not always. For a lot of years, we've hosted a fall fun fest where it's, uh-huh. like, a family carnival sort of vibe. Or we've done, like, some sort of – we did the – we called it a monster mash for a while. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's always been some sort of Christian Halloween programming in my life, which is kind of a funny thing to say. But it's always been, like, an outreach, like, bring your family and your kids and it's a safe thing to do. And they yeah. did a trunk retreat this year. But, like, I think parents – I don't know – if, like, they're just getting older and realizing that, like, I don't know, like, what it's like to, again, have my kid knock on a door and just, like, assume mm-hmm. that it's open and friendly. But my parents, they've been, they've been making hot chocolate for years. That's our thing is, like, we set up a little pop-up tent. We set up a space mm-hmm. heater. We hand out hot chocolate. And we are, like, known around the neighborhood for handing out chocolate. And my dad said this year they were left with, like, five extra gallons of hot chocolate because nobody Jeez. came by. And it was a Tuesday night. You know, like, there's a lot of reasons, but they've steadily seen, like, less and less trick-or-treaters. Yeah. And, again, it makes sense. Like, going out late at night in a costume to talk to strangers is not, like, the safest thing. But it's sad because that was some of my favorite memories was, like, getting together with my friends mm-hmm. and planning our costumes and then sorting through all of our candy. And those things can still happen, just not on October 31st, I guess. Yeah. I, we definitely need to think of, like, like I think trunk or treat. I mean – I know some people don't like trunk or treat. I I don't mm-hmm. really care, but like, there there we do because I I don't want kids to like miss out on that. It's like yeah, yeah, you're right. Like that was something that was so exciting for us and like swapping candy at the end of the night and seeing yeah. like which house gives out the king size. Oh yeah. Um, and it's just sad that kids don't necessarily get that anymore. But at the same time, yeah. like yeah, I don't. I mean, like, it's crazy that our parents even, I think, like, what, starting when I was, like, 10, maybe, was when our mm-hmm. parents, like, let us just go by ourselves, like, with our friends, like, with no 
adult supervision, which to me, that is crazy. But even like if I like went with my kids, like I don't, I mean, that's like a separate issue of like my fears, (laughs) but like, um, yeah, I, I just, it just doesn't sound good. My parents would, and I would always make fun of, like, the families that drove around to the houses. Like, they'd, like, right. load everybody up in a van and then, like, drive from neighborhood to neighborhood. But honestly, again, like, in today's day and age, I don't know if I'd want my kids walking alone in between neighborhoods, like, by themselves or just with me. Like, it's scary and it's dark. And, like, I don't know. I think it's just a – it's a sign of the times, honestly, that, like, mm-hmm. we are evolving so far where it's, like, you don't know who your neighbors are and you don't know yeah. how they're going to answer yeah. the door. Or, like, it makes me sad because I think mm-hmm. – you're right, like Halloween was some time that I would like have independence and get to explore with my friends and feel, you know, like the night was ours. Like it never felt like, oh, this is scary. It was like, of course, like we run this cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. It just makes me sad that like that just yeah. isn't the norm anymore. And it's not anything we can do. And it's not like, nah, kids these days don't trick or treat. It's like, no, we're terrible people to one another. But I don't yeah. even mention like your neighbors. Like I know there's kids who live on my floor, but no, there's one I, right I've across never met from them. Me. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, but like, you know, why would they come knock on my door? I don't it's know. just like the increased individualism and like lack of community. Because I remember yeah. as a kid, and yes, I grew up like in like very much suburbia. Yeah. But like there was always like stuff involving the neighbors. Like we'd have yeah. like, f- like I remember like friendship dough where we like someone would have a sourdough starter and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay you made the bread now share a loaf and give like pass on your starter to the next person and like that would like make its way around or like boo um I think we've talked about that on here before Mm -hmm. but like there was just always something um that like even if you don't know your neighbors like it was always like yeah you're welcome to come meet us like I remember like again I haven't lived in like a neighborhood in a while but yeah like definitely if we were cooking or baking and we were missing an egg or a stick of butter it'd always be like oh just go right. next door to neighbors and borrow some and like bring some of the food to them later yeah and I just don't hear of that happening like now it's just like okay I'll just go to the store or like okay we aren't making this you know like yeah. it's the increased sense of community and yeah. like yeah I mean even perceived threat in the sense that like yeah people are answering their doors expecting it's something hostile right like I think it's um, when there's so much available to you at the tip of your fingers, like you don't rely as much on other people for things. Like, you know, I could Instacart a bu- stick mm-hmm. of butter to my house now. Like I don't need to ask for help. And I think it's sad. And that's something that like um, even in my complex, like I've thought about like writing a little card and being like, hey, neighbor, mm-hmm. like just wanted yeah. to say hi. Like you seem cool. Um, but it's like, is that weird? Is that threatening? Like I it's I I don't love it. Like I don't love the isolated feelings and like as a society like Gallup just did a poll also with Meta about um social connection globally and Mm -hmm. old people and young adults so 19 to 29 year olds are the most lonely groups Mm -hmm. like they're most likely to say that they're experiencing loneliness and I think that's crazy like to be 29 at the same level of loneliness as like a 75 year old army veteran like all of his friends have died yeah like that's so different but um I guess we're watching our friends die too, so that's not quite, <laughs> yeah, relevant. But um, 
Yeah, that's the other thing about fall that always comes up is trauma week, and that's not yeah. like a bad thing, but it is like definitely a distinct like it's for a the thing last that happens. Yeah, yeah, five years of my life, it's always just been like a miserably busy week as well, and so it also like my birthday is right before mm-hmm. trauma week, which is always fun, like turning older and then like grieving my friend, like that's not healthy, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's. I feel like fall is a it's a season of reflection. Like mm-hmm. the, it's the leaves are falling and decaying. You're changing. You're getting older. The world is getting colder, and you have soup and a movie night. Yeah, and it. I honestly like. I think of October as like the last hurrah because yeah. even without trauma week, like November and December have always just been so hectic, and mm-hmm. like the holidays are. Yeah, a very lonely time and a very stressful time for most everyone. And add on the fact that, like, that is also a traumatic season for us. It's, Mm -hmm. like, ah, there's so much joy in this season, but there's also, like, so much hardship. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, harder. Yeah, it's just hard in general. I also want to talk about cuffing season. Oh <laughs> and as we're talking about loneliness, like I swear men climb out of the trenches around the holidays. They They're like can smell when you're lonely. Like yeah. you don't even have to like say anything or put any vibes out there. Like virtually they they know and like mm-hmm. uh, They're coming for you. Yeah. It's it's very crazy to me. And it's also interesting to me to, like, always see, like, so many people break up in the spring, right? And they have their hot person summer. And then come fall, like, something's happening. Like, somebody's engaged. Somebody's in a new relationship. I've seen so many one-year anniversary posts recently. I'm like, knock really? it off. Stop dating people for a long time. That's crazy. It's also Netflix and chill season if you're on the apps. And that's also a scary time where it's like, <laughs> I'm on my way. Okay. These days, when people say that, do they still mean the euphemism or is it more literal now? Because I just Um, avoid using that phrase because I don't want it to be misinterpreted. I definitely think it's still a slutty thing. Like, if you're in somebody's house from a dating app, it's bad. Yeah. We need to bring back in-person meetings. Because, like, the reason why so many people are on the apps is, like, they don't know how else they'll meet someone. Because, like, the culture around dating at work has changed so much. Yeah. um, And rightfully so. Because even beyond the ethics of it, it's just, like, everyone's in your business. Like, yeah. I was talking about that with a few coworkers, and we were saying, like, we just wouldn't, like, that's not our that's coworkers' not place to, like, comment. Yeah. Like, we don't want them in our lives like that. Totally. Obviously, there's friends, like, there's coworkers who become friends outside of work, and that's a separate story. But, like, yeah. the the company doesn't need to be in our HR does not like need that. to know no. my social security and, number and my boyfriend's middle name. Right. So, like, we need to, again, going back to community, is we need to, like, create more, um, like, common spaces and, like, because, I mean, like, people are also, like, okay, well, it's either the apps or, like, a bar, but even then, like, that's kind of, the stakes are high, reward is generally low. Like, bring back, like, well, okay, I do know, like, there's speed dating events, but then some people are like, oh, that's desperate. But it's like, wh- that's like, why is that any different from the apps? Like, yeah, well, I think that's the thing there. is, like, people have been getting married so much later in life, and that's where it creates this, like, weird, like, so many people used to meet in college or, like, mm-hmm. in the military, or, like, whatever you did post-high school, like, your post-secondary space was where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be finding the love of your life and getting married, and that's just how it happened. Like, before you were 25, like, you probably met the love of your life, and now because people are meeting so much later and, like, getting married so much later, there's, like, this weird 
void of spaces or like discourse around like what it means to meet and like interact with mm-hmm. people because okay like it's not from school it's not from work it's strangers but like how do you meet strangers in yeah. the world like ever like I don't know when was the last time you like talked to somebody at the grocery store like it's just no, that's different is like people don't like because the apps make it so easy to have people I mean yeah. I've definitely talked about how that's like made people less committal but also like mm-hmm. If you ask anyone, like, how their parents met, it's always, like, oh, someone called the wrong number or, like, someone walked up to someone in the grocery store or, like, these, like, things that don't happen these days because people don't have an incentive to do that because you're not, like, it's, like, this is the one space that I am looking for a romantic partner. Everything else is out of the picture because that's just too difficult or, like, not viable or, like, I could humiliate myself or whatever. Right. So. Yeah. It's just so interesting. Um. Yeah, this is why more people need to throw house parties and more people need to invite people to meet other people. I think that's also something that I've noticed is, and I don't know how generational this is because obviously my parents don't talk to me about combining friend groups, but combining friend groups is like either a cardinal sin or like the expectation. And it's really interesting to me, like how people navigate, like, oh, like, should I introduce different types of people to each other? And it's like, yes, if they're your friends, I'm very pro, like, melting pot friend groups like let's just bring everybody together and sort of see who clicks and who vibes but not everybody's like that some people like just don't care to do that and I think it's um part of the reason why we're all like so like oh well I kind of know so-and-so and they kind of know so-and-so and maybe you've met my friend and XYZ. I think for me the reason why I never think to do it is because I'm a bad integrator like if if I was invited to like when I get invited to these like mixed friend group things I'm like yeah it's hard for me to integrate and like meet the other people and so in my head I'm like oh well no one else wants to do that like Mm. for me it's like I never ask people to sing happy birthday to me because or like I never sing offer to sing happy birthday to other people because I know I hate having it sung to me oh I see so like I'm not gonna do that but like people like especially you like people have said to Mm -hmm. me like you need to be mixing your people more um yeah which, like, I definitely have more postgrad because I have so few friends still here that I'm, like, you guys have to meet each other because right. no one knows anyone. Yeah, totally. Because I think that's the thing. It's a service, one, to you because then you can be, like, you know each other. Go entertain yourselves. Like, I don't need to facilitate relationships, mm-hmm. like, in three different ways. Like, we can just all vibe and I, it's, like, efficient. But, two, like, you're helping them meet people that are also, like, them and could be friends and, like – in the past year, like, I've gone on maybe not so many dates, but, like, I've met, like, different guys, like, through friends of friends or, like, we've combined friend groups and, like, it's worked really well. And I think that's just something that, like, I have this one really good friend. I met her on Bumble BFF here and she is, like, the connector. Like, mm. she just, I don't know, like, for whatever reason, like, it's, like, her hidden talent that, like, she is so good at, like, putting people together mm. and it all kind of vibes. Um, and we're all like, we have said time and time again, like, that's the thing that like, we so appreciate and love about her among other wonderful qualities. But like, it's a superpower to like, be the person who can bring other people together and make it all fit and work. Yeah. It's my spiritual No, it like shows up on lists. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like community bridger or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of my strengths quest strengths Mm -hmm. was... Ooh, I want to say connector or like something yeah. stupid yes, like that. Yes, you said that's like making. Um, but making yeah, no, it's group. like 
It's it's weird because I ideally would like to like date like a friend of a friend, you know, because that's like yeah. it's like the least, we, Have like least it's, it's the most natural thing. Yeah, and like uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And there's like there's less people with stakes in it and the people who do mm-hmm. are people who love you and like don't have any weird obligations but yeah. like i'm such a like it takes me so much effort to like make it out of a house and it's like i have to balance like having enough substance in me where i'm not awkward but like not having too much where i'm like embarrassing but then yeah. also i'm the kind of person who like anytime someone's friend like slides in my dms or whatever i'm like oh my god stop like your friend is hitting on me like <laughs> please make it stop and then i'm like okay, i'm gonna unlearn some habits here yeah yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one hard thing too, like showing up somewhere not knowing anybody is terrifying and nobody wants to do that where it's like yeah. I am the only person here, whatever. But like that's how it works. Like that's how you meet new people. And like it's yeah. So it's you kind of have to sorry, I don't have a better phrase for this, but like bite the bullet and just go for it. The better word for it was just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just kind of like yeah, yeah. a grin and bear it. There you go. Yeah. Like this idea yeah. that like you don't want to do it, but I forget like if it was in like a show or like if it, if this was in real life, like a party <laughs> theme or something. But I like the concept of like everyone. Where now I'm gonna be annoyed. Like where is this from? But like I mean, like th- the original concept was like everyone invited has to bring a date for someone else. Oh, is that yeah. a real life thing or was that in something we watched? I was thinking I had a friend who was part of a book club and the book club was like five gals and they all had to bring somebody that nobody else knew. So yeah. it was like, let's all combine our networks and like random ways. Oh, it's from like, New Girl. Oh, did they do that? I think so. Where they, like they brought a date for someone else. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I think I would be down for something like that. I've seen some where it's like um, everybody brings a random hinge man to like a group oh, setting. Yeah. Like you have to find a date, but it has to be a stranger. I kind of hate that though because I think about like the times that I've almost brought a hinge person, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, I be like like a week later, you're like, wow, yeah, actually that would have been horrifying because that person sucks. Um. So yeah. Yeah, that's the worst part to me in dating is, like, the, like, meet the friends stage. Like, it's one thing to meet my roommates and, like, know where I live to, like, meet well, other people that have opinions about them. Especially when, like, they know so much that I've already shared. Yeah. Like, okay, I hate – I hate a – I've heard so much about you, motherfucker. Oh, so true. You've heard jack shit. You don't yeah. know anything, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. It is kind of flattering for somebody to, like, talk about you, but don't tell them that. Yeah. Anyways, do we need to keep talking about fall? <gasps> S'mores. No. S'mores in the fall. <gasps> Camping in the fall. Hiking, stargazing in the fall. Crisp autumn nights. Evermore. Evermore. Oh, Haley got the 1989 vinyl mm-hmm. and there was no black stars. So do we think that people were lying about that? or No, there, I mean, there's like photo. I mean, the thing is, I don't think it really fucking matters because like it's either you're going to get a black star or you're going to get a green star. Like it's it's not. So true it's not riveting anymore like it's like or you get I mean, no like stars, it was huge when we were like after fearless where yeah we had to stop talking about her but like I after know. fearless we were like because uh, she kept alluding to the track sixes and people were like oh my god right. let's shake it off 1989 but then i was like no it's 22 it's red and i was right and uh, no one believed me so um, when it and then after that everyone's like okay it's gonna be 1989 now and then we're like no it's gonna be speak now and it was fucking midnight yeah, she'd be so, wild and like that. 
But um, now there's like not. It's either reputation or debut or like an eleventh album. But like it's would not be that insane. surprising. I wouldn't be that surprised, honestly. Really, I think I would yeah. be just because of how much other stuff is going on. Like it makes sense to me that she's busy enough for a re-record, but not for new content. But but like am I to that's say how I Taylor felt Swift's been about Midnight's. Yeah, that's fair. But she wasn't touring when she released Midnight's. But she announced tour like a week later. Yeah, Mary Olivia. Oh, oh, Renee Wrapped Deluxe Edition coming out. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I was thinking about like the concept of them like photoshopping that album cover. <laughs> I know. For those of you who have no idea what this album cover is, it's a picture of Renee Rapp's head, like a childhood photo of her. But her Snow Angel album has her. You know, like when you put your hand on a ball and it's like static electricity makes your hand, hair stand up. So like, did that to her? It's that, but like photo. really intense. Yeah. Yeah, so. And so for the deluxe, it's like they did that to a childhood photo of her. Yeah, which is cute. Um, okay, I guess we're already in our pop culture yeah. moments. I Have you seen the possum from the Texas Tech versus TCU game? No. Oh, my God. Okay, so TCU played Texas Tech on Thursday night, and there was a possum that, like, came out onto the field. And oh, there's this maybe video. maybe I do know about this. Of it getting dragged off the football field. Oh, I do know about this. Yeah. I didn't know the context because there's just possums on the internet so much these days that I didn't think it was, like, special. No, it was, like, a college football game, but it was so funny. I, like, woke up on Friday and that was my entire feed was just, like, this poor possum getting dragged off the field. And Mm -hmm. it's been, like, on repeat in my mind, like, all night. Because there's one clip of him, like, prancing across the field and then the next one is him just being, like, drug out screaming by animal control. I love him. Poor guy. Um, my moment is that Love Island Games has started. Um, <gasps> and so we didn't know a whole lot um, before it started, but yeah. main notice- notable differences. So the primary thing, like every day they have some sort of challenge or game, and it's usually like a physical thing. Like the first one was an obstacle course. Um, so it's not necessarily like trivia or whatever. And they're in their couples, and based on how well they do, they get immunity from being dumped. Most recently, there is like they brought in two new people, and they had to like battle old people for their partners, mm-hmm. um, which was I was like, if you had me up there jousting with another girl over a man we've never met, like fuck no, that is humiliating. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd rather die. Yeah, but it's interesting because so Love Island usually runs six days a week for eight weeks but this mm-hmm. is only running six days a week for three weeks it's ending on the oh. 20th um so and it's pre-recorded so there's no okay. audience voting like it's all completely based on the games and maybe like they evict each other like Big so it's probably still sure. like eight weeks of filming just condensed for release uh, no because usually it's about like an episode a day you know and right. i think it still is like that so but I are think they it supposed was to fall short. in love in three weeks so that's the thing is that they're they ask them like are you expecting to find love here and they're like um it'd be nice but it's fine if not as long like i just want to win the game and it's interesting oh, because see. usually on love island they're like oh but like this sucked and blah 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 but i just have to remember why i'm really here and it's to find love and right. yesterday someone literally said yeah like this connection like is interesting and blah 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 and i don't know where it's gonna go but i have to remember why i'm really here to win the game and i'm like whoa so, so it's it's nice and refreshing that they're like being upfront about the fact that they 
they're on a game show. Right. And, like, because that's something I've complained about in the past where they're all like, you're a game player. It's like, you're on a game show, baby. Right. This one truly uh. is about the games and not about the romance. But also it's interesting because these, all these people are like, I'm so competitive. Blah, blah, blah. But, but, like, I'm watching and they're nowhere near as competitive as me because I would have cried <laughs> on the first day already. And they're all like... That's the uh, yeah, litmus I'm really test. Competitive. I just got last place, but I'm really competitive. Uh, it's 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 interesting. So That's so funny. Um, I want to hear your adoption story. Yes. So I went to Target and got the pillow Eeyore. Yay! He is doing well. There has been discourse about the fact that I don't have the Holy Trinity anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You have a lucky four-leaf clover now. Yeah, it's just, I, not, but then I'm like, it's just stressful. Yeah. Like, stupid stressful. Yeah. I don't know. He could be a prophet. He could be Prophet Muhammad. Oh, you know what? They can be the four, um, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What are they? Yeah, they can be the Gospels. Oh. But, like, is there a name for, like, that, the author's? Um, just the gospel writers they i was thinking of what do they call the first five books of the old testament the torah yeah that's what i was thinking and that's not the same so it's just the gospel writers the the reason they were the trinity is because they're like they're all because people like do the ewers fight and it's like no they're all one entity oh i see they all share a spirit yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll chew on this, readers. If you're or listeners, if you have any suggestions for this dilemma, please follow up. Yeah, he could be the word, and the word was with God, and the word I was, was wondering God. that too. I'm like, yeah, I well, think it's like another name for the Holy Spirit, but yeah, yeah. Well, because also like Boy Genius dressed up as the Holy Trinity at their Halloween show, and then yeah. Phoebe's dog was the Lamb of God. So I was like, that can be something. Um, yeah lamb of god dude that song has been stuck in my head all week because of that worthy is your name um that's beautiful i i received a stuffed animal as a gift for my birthday and i (laughs) listeners i'm so sorry to say this i hate him i think he's really ugly and kind of scary (laughs) and i he does not have a name. He does not have an identity. He is on the shelf of shame. Like, really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to, like, reconcile this. And so I... Um, Did that give you the ick that you received him? I mean, like, it was... He brought me, like, this beautiful bouquet with, like, hydrangeas and roses. And it was, like, really... And he, like, bought me a card that, like, had... Like, I've been obsessed with this TikTok trend in Spanish that's called Pero Salchicha. And it's, mm-hmm. like a wiener dog and so he like brought me a card that had a wiener dog on it and like it was all really really good up until the ugly bear and so and he was even like oh fat bear week like he really like bears and I was like okay I can see the wheels turning here unfortunately it was a really poor decision so it wasn't quite an ick because it wasn't like oh I just got you this like you seem like you'd like this ugly bear like there was there was a lot going on it just my Haley was like my question is did he walk into the store see that and think yes or did he like seek it out like go out of his way to find someone else from Lausanne just got engaged ew stop it knock it off so anyways I don't know what I'm gonna do with this bear so you're in a dilemma I'm in a dilemma we're all dilemmaed. Yeah, I 
have definitely had an instance where someone's like, this stuff didn't make me think of you, and I see it, and it's the ugliest thing ever. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, why yeah. would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what's your emoji? Um, I have been really enjoying spelling things out with like the the letter emojis. Oh, yeah. Like they have the the blood type, so we have A B A B and O, and then like there's yeah. some other random letters. And I have liked making words. Yeah, I've been back on my eyeball mouth eyeball like the little like open mouth gasp. I don't know how to like say this in words. Like the the shocked face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been really enjoying that. Like, I feel like it fits more than like an agape or like a gasping mouth does where it's like, you have to have the big eyes in there too. Oh yeah. That like had a huge moment. Um, it did. like a few summers ago. I want to, I don't know, man. I know. So I'm bringing it back. I also really like the NG emoji. We found that as yeah. we were looking for words. No good. No good. What is going on in your world? Um, you're coming to visit me. Ah! Yeah, I'm very excited to be in Los Angeles and to mm-hmm. be away from all of this rain and snow and yeah. the likes. Pero gordo pachicha. Toma la risa del mar. Tiene sombrero de marinero. En vez de traje se puso cochar. Okay, your turn. To do what? I don't know. You just were screaming. Now it's your turn to have the mic. I could recite a Chinese poem. Oh, that'd be beautiful. I just got really nervous and I couldn't do it, but I am. <laughs> I'm usually really good at that. Like, it's it's like kind of long. And, my, and like, I learned it like three decades ago. And Aww. I still remember it, but I just got really nervous. That's okay. That's the possum. Aww. He's so me. That's going to be also, me leaving the bar tonight. I love yeah. her cat. Yeah. Huh? Huh? I get a lot of those on Instagram reels. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> Are you... <laughs> That's the whole episode. <laughs> um, okay. Thoughts? Words? Huh? <laughs>